0: Hey, you! Yes, you! Are you a fan of Disney parks but are upset you can't go right now? Do you want your own chance to make some magic happen? Do you like art, comedy, and tomfoolish shenaniganery? Then have we got some good news for you! In an effort to help laid-off Disney cast members and similar park employees, At Thanks for Magic is hosting a 36-hour charity livestream. Set your calendars for Noon Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, December 5th so we can all come together and say, thanks for the magic. If you want to help make this happen, follow at ThanksForMagic on Twitter for updates. Together, we can make sure that those who helped us make magic get some magic
1: in return.
2: This summer,
1: Disney Channel's taking you to Gravity Falls, a Town,
2: Behold! Zombie!
1: Just north of normal. Go check it out. Bud Island. Yes. With the unexplained.
3: Ah! What the heck is going on here?
1: We'll stay unexplained.
3: Ah! Ah! <gasps> Monster hunt! Monster hunt!
0: Or will it? In this town, anything is possible. Ah!
3: Ghosts. Zombies. Uh could be months before we find our first
1: clue. Take a trip. Now who wants to put on some blindfolds and get into my car? Yay! Wait, what? To Gravity Falls. Ah!
3: A brand new series. Ah, oh, dude! Don't lose your cameras. Wait,
1: lose the camera? Don't! Dude, I just threw two away. <laughs> ah! Ah! I'm always noticing weird stuff in this town. Coming this summer to Disney Channel.
3: Welcome, one and all, to the Podcast Without a Cool Acronym, the podcast where we review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Charlie deroche Joining me on the podcast today via Zoom, you know him from the Twitter feed, at Diego LaCamera, and you also know him for his awesome animation to DL Pictures. All the way from California, ladies and gentlemen, Diego LaCamera. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm very good. And also from California, you know him from his Twitter feed, at dguild 2295 and his YouTube series, DGaming. Ladies and gentlemen, Deagle! Hey, I'm
0: back, and am I wearing a helmet or am I not? It's a mystery!
3: He's not a (laughs) Mandalorian. From Texas, you know him from his YouTube channel, Brandon Croker, and his Twitter feed, at hadohippos 1449 Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Croker! Why, hello everybody! How are you doing today? And last but not least, you know him from his YouTube series, Eddie on the Clock, which I'm also in. I play one of the characters on it. And you also know him from the Twitter feed, at Adjacent. You also might deliver your mail if you live in Missouri. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Harm. Hello, everybody. I have no catchphrase to
4: say, so, <laughs> so
3: just hello. <laughs> what about the the whole post office line? Rain, sleet, snow, whatever? Uh, yeah, that, that's why I, I uh,
4: was joining in on this podcast and not the previous one. <laughs> I was out delivering mail while you guys were talking about gummy bears.
3: That was a short conversation because none of us had really watched any of it before, and there's not really a whole lot to say about just the pilot episode, so.
0: Though I will not apologize for my Arnold voice.
3: <laughs> but, well, I will
2: apologize for It was
3: for good. Me. It was a good Arnold voice. <laughs> Um, and, of course, today we're here to talk about a series that I think is near and dear to most of our hearts, Gravity Falls. I mean, what can we say about it that hasn't already been said? It's fantastic. Yep. 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 <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I think we more or less yeah.
0: just lived it there than said it.
3: Yep, yep, exactly. Absolutely. Uh, so, of course, specifically, I want to go back and talk about the pilot episode, because that's what I've been doing on here to kind of start off. Yeah. Uh, eventually, we'll get to the second and the rest of the season is some of these other shows. And I think think this one will be similar to the one we did about Roller Coaster where we kind of talked about the pilot and also what it led to. Um, But the thing with Gravity Falls is it didn't, uh, there wasn't as much of an evolution from the original pitch, which again, we actually have an original pilot version that exists and it's not all that different from the finished product. The biggest difference is the animation style. There, there's some creative changes that happen there. And most importantly, the, the lore is more established in the actual Ultimate Pilot that we got. Because in the original version of the Gravity Falls Pilot, Dipper just already has this book that's uh, it's like Dr. Crackpot's Book of the Damned or something like that.
0: Which, when you get down to it, kind of one of the best titles for a book ever, let's be honest.
3: Yeah, honestly, I, I really like that. Absolutely, But I think the decision to actually swap it out and make it uh, more of a mystery of who actually wrote this journal and what it all means, and then, of course, the whole thing with Stan, which obviously all comes together. Spoilers if you haven't seen the show. <laughs> Spoilers! That all ends up being important, and that's all set up pretty brilliantly... In the first episode but the other thing that's set up pretty brilliantly in the first episode is the character relationships because we got to know who these characters are and specifically of course dipper and mabel we got to know their whole dynamic for us to be able to latch on them as serious protagonists and they are some of the best protagonists in any show i've ever seen they are fantastically well written and that's mainly because it's based on they're based on reality. They're based on Alex Hirsch and his sister Ariel and their real life relationship because they're just the best of friends you could possibly have. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it goes with the Simply age does. old uh, writing adage uh, write what you know, I guess. Right
3: what you know, absolutely. You know, you look at um Dan Pavemeier writing about summer adventures, you look at Steven Hillenberg writing about fast food and marine biology, it all Ends up being the the best shows end up coming from from a very real place, and I think that's where Gravity Falls comes from. Even if a lot of it is also very fantastical, not in the pilot, but you know later on in the series that
4: again that write what you know about how how uh, I guess Alex said when Ariel had wanted a pet pig, so he gave Mabel a pet pig in the show and things
3: like Riddle. that. Good old Waddles. And Ariel also had this ugly troll sweater, which is where Mabel's love of colorful sweaters came from.
0: Now I'm not sure if that meant that he actually knew a town prospector, crackpot, or two very friendly cops, but you know, there's enough enough wiggle room for everything, I guess.
3: Going through the actual story of the episode, uh, I think one of my favorite ways to frame a story is what they do in the first episode. It. it Never really, there's never really a framing device or anything like that or any sort of narration until the the series finale when Dipper comes in and narrates again. But the very beginning where Dipper sets everything up and it's like, you know, ah, summer break, a time for leisure, taking her easy and, you know, just enjoying everything. Unless, unless, unless you're me. And then he and Mabel just go crashing through the billboard and the golf cart and are fleeing from the monster of, we don't even know what it is at this point. Uh, it's like, let's back up a bit. And then it kind of spells it out. I love I love <laughs> that because it's such a great way to hook the audience into like, okay, what the heck is going on here? I I, I love that. That will never be yeah. to entertain me. It's such a great way to start a story.
2: Yeah, I've always been a sucker for that. You're probably wondering how I got here type of <laughs> openings. Like I mean, those are always just like, that's, that's a good way to hook
4: yeah, those really do draw you in because yeah, yeah, now that you kind of know what's what's going on now, how do yeah, you want to know how did they get there? Oh,
2: yeah, if if see they what just, happens. How, yeah, if they
4: just started the story from the beginning, people might tune out and get bored with it. So
3: right, yeah. uh, I think that's what. Um, well, the the, the other uh, movie I can think of that does this really well, and hi, Micah, I know you're listening. Is The Emperor's New Groove? I love how <laughs> that kind of starts in the middle yeah. of the story, and it's like. Okay, yeah, let's go back. How, how did we get here? And then it kind of goes back and, say, and it sets up a lot of things that, of course, are a serious mainstays, the, the Mystery Shack, um, being this just sort of homemade Ripley's Believe It or Not kind of deal. Plus like, kind of second-rate gift shop. Second-rate gift shop and also homemade Ripley's Believe It or Not, where they're literally just gluing exhibits together. A rock that looks like a face rock the rock that looks like a face
0: yeah if i'm honest (laughs) if i was planning a huge road trip across across the country i would just love to stop at these um obvious uh corny places like this just to have just have fun and geek out and make (laughs) that false jokes
2: i love
3: i love places (laughs) like that i love you know tourist traps like that um one one place that comes to mind is um, if you've seen uh, a lot of David, my friend David Gansel's videos. He did this um, this video and a follow up video talking about um, Bravo Land, which is this place off of the highway in uh, California in Kettleman City, and it seriously is like a, a real life version of like kind of the Mystery Shack, with <laughs> like Knott's Berry Farm kind of deal uh where it's like got an old west theme but it's like this the, the, but the thing that, that gets me about that is that it's only existed since like 2014 when it feels like it could have been there for like forever
2: <laughs> i have to wonder if they were inspired by the mystery shack maybe
3: maybe it's possible i mean i i, I feel like it would be pretty easy to open up a, a fun little tourist trap gift shop uh and yeah people to be like oh that, that place looks cool let's stop there i think that, that would be a very fun business to run i think i could be i could be horribly wrong yeah. but.
0: well probably <laughs> not in florida then you have to worry about you know staving off gators and hurricanes Oh no,
3: and, and, in florida that's a whole see the problem with the ones in florida is that they're all tacky but they're all the same none of them are interesting they all just sell the same crap and they they may have like the fun facades like with the wizard and whatnot but they're all the same junk they don't there's nothing different about any of them except yeah spice it up one might have like a mini golf course and like there is there's the one that um that's down the street from um, where i used to live off of 192 that's like a cc's pizza and there's a mini golf course and like waterfalls and there's also like an ice cream shop over there Um, but that doesn't even have, like, a gift shop over there, or maybe it does. I don't remember, honestly.
0: That close to Disney World, odds are everything has a gift shop.
3: Well, I think there's a gift shop next door, but I don't think that actual structure has a gift shop in it. Or... No, you know what? Yes, it does. I, yes, it does. It's, like, behind the CCs. I just, it's not in an obvious place. Like, the CCs is clearly the anchor thing there, other than the mini-golf, because that's what most people are going to come there for, is the pizza buffet.
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it, it you just have to go through the arcade in the back in order to get into the golf course. And then there's a secret tube through the castle. You have to slide down to get to the gift
3: shop.
2: And I you wish- have to say your social security yeah, number was- and then your mother's name. It's just, it's just too much. Yeah, <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah I, w- I wish the Florida attractions would be a little more creative. Although there's, there's some things that are like roadside museums. Like there's a couple different chocolate themed museums and there's some other stuff that's kind of smaller that's fun but honestly not as much as like now if you go to wisconsin dells that is such a cool little town um they've got all of that kind of stuff and more <laughs> and it's all like like because the thing with wisconsin dells is it's like kind of a mini orlando but a lot of the stuff is also just <laughs> Really, really small and family-run, and some of it's kind of run down, but it's 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 a lot of fun. (laughs) I mean, there was this one place that just it's like, oh yeah, we have a log flume and a wooden roller coaster here, just because. Just for (laughs) just for for lols, just for the lols. Why not? We have the land here.
1: Yeah, like
3: uh, give people something to do. There's also like a volcano and mini golf, because why not? You
1: know, it will actually burn you. We got real lava here.
3: No, it shoots out. it shoots out <laughs> fire. Oh, and we have one of those, uh, one of those Amatron uh, style rides. It's like the really tall one. Ooh. With a pair of seats Ooh, on nice. either end of the gondola. You know, one of those. I'm not, I'm probably not. One, a- one of those. Well, I think the closest
4: <laughs> place by me that has that kind of, that kind of touristy stuff is uh, Branson. Yeah, Branson's gonna Silver have- dollar city. And uh-huh. then there's, yeah, there there are some little or mom and pop places too down there
1: yeah 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 like and um i
4: guess from what i heard you got to steer clear of the uh big uh branson welcome center because all it is is just a place that wants to sell you timeshares <laughs> Of course.
2: <Yeah. laughs>
4: like
3: you uh, it's you're going good.
4: there and they're gonna give you all this like all these free pamphlets on all the shows and all the stuff that like no they, they just want to sell you timeshares
3: of course that's That's a a whole thing here in Orlando, too. Uh, So the other thing that they establish in the episode that of course comes back, and a lot of the the people who criticize Gravity Falls and specifically who hate on Mabel, will criticize the fact that it's like, oh, she has like a new crush in every episode. They don't do it as often as a lot of people say. It's like, there's only a small handful of them and they're all very funny. The way that they work out yeah. in ways and fail. If anything, she gets like a new friend every episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. at least she meets Candy and Grenda pretty early on uh, with the the party. Where that, at that point she's not even worried about trying to, you know, get a boy's attention. She's just like, I need to make friends. I need to have a solid friend group who I can geek out with about boys. That's her her game plan there. Really, it, it all starts with. Norman, normal man, normal man, (laughs) man. normal man, who, of course, ends up being a bunch of gnomes, as happens, as happens. And the whole thing during the episode, of course, is Dipper discovers the journal. I don't don't think anyone here has not like I don't think anyone listening to this is going to not have seen Gravity Falls. So I don't want to spend too much time actually summarizing what happens. But of course, Dipper's like, oh, so he's obviously a zombie, and no, he's not a zombie. <laughs> he's just a bunch of gnomes. Oh,
4: what I, what I love about that is he, like, flips right past the gnome page before getting to the no, zombie he, one. he knows yes. her
2: gnome <laughs> page. It's like... Shabam, what? Yeah.
3: it's like, oh, wait, no, that's not it. Uh, Shabam! A zombie? That's not funny. It's like, oh, no, it wasn't. That <laughs> was way off.
0: <laughs> Missed it by that much.
3: Missed by that much.
4: <laughs> and it's like they it purposely made sure we saw the gnome page, but you know, it's like to be honest. The first time we all saw that, the first you know when it premiered, did you think he Dipper was right and saying, yeah, yeah, he probably is a zombie? It's like we saw his hand fall off, and so that that yeah established, that established early on there that okay, this is this kind of show where yeah where you know, they the it not what it seems and, and the answers not aren't exactly. going to be spoon-fed to you.
3: Not what, Things are not what yeah. they seem. <laughs>
0: but, but be careful. The more you do that, the more people get angry about you, like what happened with The Last Jedi for some reason.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know.
0: Um, um, because they're not a zombie. <laughs> my expectations are subverted.
2: Wow. <laughs> Raven Johnson ruined my childhood. And I'm like, why yeah. Johnson
1: ruined gnomes. Oh my like, god! And uh, yeah. that that big said, uh, Knives Out, awesome movie. That,
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You were right. All, all yeah. Last Jedi
1: haters have been sucking. So I wanna, want a T shirt of, of uh, like, what's it called, the sort of the in Knives Out the donut. Yes, the, don- the, the donut. donut
2: hole. <laughs> yeah, the donut hole. Yeah,
0: but the smaller donut inside the donut with the <laughs> hole in the center of that donut. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Which, if no one has actually made into an actual donut yet, like, what? What's stopping you?
2: Yeah. It's right there. Merchandise right there. opportunities, guys.
1: When uh. Knives out too during filming. The the catering should just you know, that donut. It
2: should be only donuts, exclusively donuts.
3: <laughs> uh, the thing I really love about the gnomes is when they when they do the reveal of the fact that it is gnomes and not a zombie. It's yes. really well done because we saw in the beginning how they're this unstoppable force, and the thing is on their own they're not. But then they come together, and they're yeah. pretty terrifying, which is great.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just love how casual they are about the reveal. Going, oh, uh, well, this is awkward. Um, so we're we're kidnapping you to be our gnome king, queen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the the huge, enormous gnome, Voltron yes. gnome.
2: Gnomeo and Juliet were like that. I might consider watching it, <laughs> and that paired with some
1: music like ah, uh, like uh, i'm still standing or something like that
2: yeah a giant cinematic version of i'm still standing with a giant no monster that's yes. just wow. lovely
0: but i wonder who the disney uh voice actor for Taryn edgerton would be then
2: on today i don't know <laughs> did
1: any of you ever try to solve the puzzles at the end without try Looking immediately looking at the wiki
4: I think I just looked at the wiki all the time. Cause well, I figured the, it's like, well, it's already going to be on there. And I, th- okay. I think I went to the wiki first, like the first time I saw one, cause I'm like, I didn't know what that was. I thought, well, somebody on the wiki probably already Not said it. what it was. And, yeah. and actually something I wanted to say about Gravity Falls here is uh, I think one of the things that really helped make it popular was Um, not only the fact that it was, had a huge story arc, but that was also around the time when a lot of people started getting DVRs to record stuff on. I don't know what, I don't know what year you guys got one. I think that was around, I think 2012 was probably around the year I got a DVR sort of list. I had
3: TiVo for a while before that, but, um, I think, I think, um, and we kind of brought this up when we were talking about, um, coaster and eventually Milo Murphy's Law and kind of that evolution uh, and how back when like Phineas and Ferb was being pitched and before then, um, the whole point, the whole whole goal like we're pitching a show was syndication. You were trying to get syndicated um, so that the show could be rerun. And as a result, continuity is nice, but it's not required because most of the time things are going to be aired out of order anyways. Now, it's- or that shows are made for streaming and for binging. And as a result, you want to actually have these fulfilling story arcs that you can follow throughout the, the season, provided that Disney Plus actually puts all the episodes in the correct order.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. Way, way back in the day, like, let <laughs> probably tell you how old I am, like when, when Gargoyles was on, I never really watched it all that much because, I mean, it was like on a UHF station, which I could I could get it good enough to watch it, but it's like I couldn't, you know, I guess I could have recorded them on VHS, but it's like I didn't have money. You know, I was a kid, I didn't have money to spend on VHS tapes to try to record all of them and then try to figure out what, what order they went in, because there was no Wikipedia, and so it's like I just said, eh, I'll, I'll watch something else. And, Oh, and recently I, I did watch all of them in order and it was you know like i, I think something like gargoyles probably would have worked better if they waited until now to do it and when they could have their big story arc so everybody could watch them
3: in order and we were talking about yeah. uh, gargoyles for a little bit in the last episode and yeah, it's, it's crazy because Garboils did like these long story arcs before they were cool. It's almost like they were like, okay, we're just going to write TV movies and have them just be split up into episodes. Um, I mean, I guess like that was kind of the approach with some shows like um, X-Men, the animated series. I know they would do longer story arcs like that.
1: Yeah. But and those were also kind of even. viewing. Those were also based off of comics that all right which already had these story arcs
3: so there were yeah
4: yeah but like in the mid 90s and stuff when uh like gargoyles and i think tailspin had a a, like a four like tailspin premiered with like a four part you know episode you know four parts but since you know they they knew that nobody was going to be recording all these so all of those they had recaps on all the episodes whereas like with gravity falls they know that people had, can stream it or watch it on demand, DVR, whatever, so they didn't need, Gravity Falls, they didn't need to recap all
3: the events in every episode. I think uh, it was a few years ago, actually, or maybe it was even uh, just like, actually, no, it was. A few years ago, Hulu did a tournament where they, a bu- they pitted a bunch of shows up against each other and saw which one won, and I think Gravity Falls beat out I believe it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which was, like, a really popular show back
2: then. And Gravity Falls beat down. Uh Jason Ritter, you beat Andy Samberg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, that's a very nice feather they can put to their uh, dipper cap there. Cap.
3: And Gravity Falls is, I believe, to this day, and I couldn't be mistaken, but Gravity Falls is, to this day, the only Disney television show that has gotten a full, proper box set release. Not because Disney even really wanted to do it, but because they ended up going with uh, Shot Factory to produce
1: it. Yeah, And they got a really good uh, special feat. They got a really good documentary on the making of Gravity Falls. Yeah, I really want to get that box set someday,
3: but... Yeah. me too <laughs> Yeah, but it's not it's not a cheap biter to get and it's like well if i can watch the entire show on disney plus and all of those bonus features are probably available other places i would love to get it i would love to have it but i have it, uh, it is you're on lucky 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 um the other thing that's just so great about gravity falls is how it had a concise beginning middle and end it was Planned pretty much. It was planned pretty excellently from start to finish. Like they knew what they were going to do. They knew. They knew Alex knew where they were taking it and had everything more or less mapped out beforehand. Which doesn't always work, but
1: it's good when it does.
3: Yeah. Like, it's um, really special to have yeah. a show that has a long storyline like that that has a concise ending and doesn't just keep going on forever. Who oh, lost? <clears throat> Smallville. <clears throat> or, or, you know, there's other shows that even though they're not really, they're not really meant to be arc based, it still is like, come on, how long are you going to keep dragging this out? Like, good Lord. Um, but like, like, And I think I complained about this before, but freaking Grey's Anatomy, man. Oh, my God. It's like, how long are you going to keep dragging this out? and uh, killing, killing a random doctor every couple of seasons like a character that people like you're just gonna have them die in some gruesome manner like they had freaking derek who was played of course by patrick dempsey um survive a, a goddamn plane crash and then like a couple seasons later he gets but he gets in a car accident survives is a hero and helps everyone in the car accident and then gets nailed by a freaking semi i'm like are you kidding me how are you how are you gonna do that? That's just overkill. That's just overkill. I mean, I guess it's because it's like, well, we can't really just write him off as uh, he was supposed to be, uh, or, or either he was married to Meredith or he was going to be getting married to Meredith. But either way, it's like they were an item. And it's like, well, if he's going to leave the show, we can't just have him disappear. We but- got to kill him. But, I mean, there's other characters that aren't tied down where it's like, well, they can move and it wouldn't be an issue, but nope, we got to kill them because we didn't like them during their run on the show. Honestly, it's not that different from something like Walking Dead where it's like, oh, which character is going to die this season?
1: Oh, no, I wish I cared. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, saw <Stop, laughs> Don't,
3: <but> I'm fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's alive, but he's going to get his head bashed in a couple episodes later. I'm like, forget this. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> so, in short, there's a balance between doing an ARC-based show and still having it be fun to just pop in and watch an episode and yeah. not have to worry about characters dying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, when in doubt, yeah. look to the Disney Channel for that.
3: Yeah, exactly, because they're, they're not, much to my, my sister's dismay, we were talking about Halloween episodes of shows um, in the unofficial pilot episode or the preview mm-hmm. episode, I guess, of this podcast. And she's like, well, they're doing all these spoofs of horror movies, but none of the characters die. It's like, well, of course they don't die. Come on. It's Disney. Da-da-da-da-da. It's, still Disney. it's still Disney. They're still not going to. Or if they reference, like, in, um, in, like, terrifying Tri-State Trilogy of Terror, um, Phineas is telling the story of the platypus gremlin things. It's like, well, they all got ripped to shreds and were left to die. And it's like, well, that's a pretty grim ending, don't you think?
1: Okay, yeah, the Hollywood ending. Well, uh, here's the thing about that we'll uh let it slide as uh as the head of this company. Uh, yeah, we'll let it slide this once, but you have to uh make you have to make a pact. I'll let you know later.
3: Well, the interesting thing is, Gravity Falls technically did kill a couple characters, but like one of them was the mayor of Gravity Falls who they were like lampshading that he was gonna die any second anyway. Um, And it was literally only in one other episode before they're like, oh yeah, he's dead, by the way. Which, of course, was just the catalyst for the Centurion Candidate episode. Yeah. Uh, And I guess they killed Time Baby, although I don't know if that was ever actually confirmed that Time Baby was dead.
0: And Um, to be fair, that's like a thousand years in the future anyway, so they haven't killed anyone
2: yet. Yet! Yet. Yet.
1: Uh, Nathan Fillion's character gets a, like, you know, uh, uh, disfigured. Oh
3: uh, yeah, but but he's back to normal by the
1: end. Yeah, yeah. Because everything goes back
3: to
2: normal for the most part, as normal as things can be in Gravity Falls.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking normal? of disfigurement,
2: I will never forget that episode. I think it's n- near the finale where uh, Pacifica's dad gets his face. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, he's really yeah. Character. Yeah, I guess like I'm gonna switch all the all the orifices in your face. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I will never be able to unsee un- un- that. Thanks, Alex.
3: The thing that's kind of hilarious to me looking back is that I remember seeing, um, and this was, I, I mean, I saw this after the show had, the show was long away, but someone had posted this whole thing that's like, oh, that triangle thing is not actually going to be a thing. That's just, to look spooky? It's like, yeah, no, that was a real, that's a real thing. That's a real character in the show. That would be Bill Cipher. Yeah. Oh,
0: Oh, you sweet summer child.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs>
0: then there was like a
4: literally a worldwide scavenger hunt to find Bill Cipher in, in the woods. You know? Yeah, and yeah,
1: and that that's uh, that's uh, they talked about it that in detail in the DVD special features for the box set, where it's just like he, he had um, what's it called. He, like, he spent, like, the, like, a month, like, tirelessly just going to place, to place, to place all over the world, just going, okay, can you please put this clue here? Okay, and then literally he had uh, Alex and a few other people were, like, looking at their phones, and it's like, uh, oh, no, they're, they're they've they already, they've already, you know, it was sort of like a race against time for the fandom to find out. Yeah.
2: So, I guess you could say he ran on a real cypher chase. Ah. <laughs> uh, 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 yes. thank you I'm, I'm here all week
1: who's your favorite uh uh guest voice on gravity falls
2: mm. oh. that's t- that's t- weird this is
1: gonna
0: feel like a this is gonna feel like a total cop-out but yeah weird owl is probably a
2: just because you can't, you can never go wrong with having
3: Weird Al show up as a guest voice on your show.
2: Yeah, you really can't. It's,
3: it's, it's really hard to, the, actually the one show that screwed that up was, um, oh, I forget, Tony was talking about it in his Weird Al episode of Escape from Walt Disney where they like did a really bad version of a Weird Al parody.
1: Oh yeah, um, sabotage. Um, um, oh, it was American Dad. It was American
3: Dad, yeah. American Dad. Then have the one bad Weird yeah. Al cameo. But like even in bad movies, the Weird Al cameo is still generally going to be a highlight because
1: it's Weird
2: Definitely, Al- Damn. yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, his uh, his cameos and all the um, I like uh, I like the cam- his cameo in uh, Naked Gun Two, where he's like, yes. yeah. Sure.
3: And he does the theme song for Spy Hard, Nice. which is just fantastic. Even though the rest of the movie is kind of just like, oh, it's another Leslie Nielsen parody movie that's, not, yeah, not terrible, but not you know anything to write home about either.
1: But the yeah. theme song is,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And of course, his random appearance in Rob Zombie's Halloween Two
3: of all damn things.
2: That's right. Why was what? what? Yeah, that, <laughs> He was that like goes. a
3: talk show guest, wasn't he? Oh my yeah. god. It's just,
2: like,
3: I swear that
0: scene random. was just constructed by Mad Libs. Just <laughs> Rob Zombie,
3: Halloween 2, <laughs> guest starring Weird Al. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, the thing with that okay. Halloween 2, though, is that that movie is just a fever dream. And I, I don't remember anything about it, because the whole thing is just a fever dream. And I'm not sure one of it is real and one of it was imaginary. That tends yeah, to happen... No
1: weird. That, I'm sorry. Uh, that tends to happen with Halloween sequels. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when, when when John Carpenter's
3: not involved, it kind of all goes to hell, no matter what you do. Even if you bring things back on a short leash like they tried to do with H2O, let you get a, yeah. some bullshit with Busta Rhymes. <laughs> what is this?
0: Only rappers can stop slashing. <laughs>
2: Yet yeah, another phrase I went on a T-shirt.
3: Uh, but
2: th- thankfully, the
3: new Halloween um, that came out in 2018 was really good, and we were supposed to get the next one this year, but obviously that's not happening till next year. And we that we're I mean, that it, 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 It's it, it's gonna be
1: good. I am so excited for the music.
3: Yeah, honestly, I was just gonna say the best part of the, the new Halloween movies is the John Carpenter score. Like just yeah. getting getting Johnny Carpenter back to do the the score, man. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. I mean, the, the stuff they did with like the the violin bow on the electric guitar, mm-hmm. so cool.
1: <laughs> so freaking cool. I love that stuff. I think another good uh, guest voice on Gravity Falls is uh, Mark Hamill. Mm.
3: Who's Mark Hamill? Who did Mark Hamill do?
2: He played a shapeshifter.
3: Uh, yeah, in the oh. thing episode. Very cool.
2: Yeah.
3: I did not realize it was Mark Hamill. That's cool.
2: Yeah.
0: If he had, if at the end of the episode, uh, he had stepped out of the fire that they'd roast him in and just sort of dusted his shoulder as he went right off, you know, <laughs> then you would notice him. Everything <laughs> you just said
2: yeah. was wrong. Uh, the
3: about that episode, about Into the Bunker, is the Shame the Shaper sort of correctly guesses how Dipper was going to, quote, die, but. Yeah. Just in the in the case of that one time, that's instantly reversed. So an knowledge of the future, I guess. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's a, you know.
3: I mean, it's it's, a, the shorts are canon, right? Like the 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 one about the mailbox, for example. Is that is that considered canon? The other thing I want to yeah, talk I'm about a little bit, uh, that I was kind of just thinking about is. The Does anyone remember the marketing that they did leading up to the show? How that kind of built up the mystery and the hype of like, okay, what is this actually about? We don't really know.
2: Yeah, I think I briefly remember seeing teasers for it. Uh, there, was, there was something about Dipper and
3: Mabel investigating something in a closet that ended up being some random monster. It was like a series mm-hmm. of
2: commercials. I think I remember those.
3: And I think that kind of thing basically led to the Dipper's Guide to the Unexplained uh, where of course they that and i like that because it kind of fills out some smaller things that we don't really get to see in the normal episodes of the show because they're so focused on just you know the actual storytelling that I, I really like the the shorts like that because they're just kind of slices of randomness yeah where it's like we're just gonna make this really weird
2: for no reason because it's just kind of a one-off
0: I used to play bass for slices of randomness
2: slices of randomness is my is my white snake cover band?
1: I uh, I buy slices of land randomness at the grocery store at the yes. deli. Yes,
2: at the deli. Of
0: yeah, the processed stuff isn't that great, so you just go for the good stuff in the deli. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. Make sure you get it at a <laughs> discount. Yeah,
1: definitely. So, out of curiosity, how did you all get into uh, how? When did you all get into Gravity Falls?
2: I uh, I want to say it was around the time the first episode uh, premiered back in twenty twelve. I just. You know, I fell in love with the, the animation style and the characters and the storyline. It was just, it felt so different from every other Disney Channel show I had seen at the time. And, you know, I just fell in love with the mystery of it and the, the fantastical nature and how it also felt down to earth at times. And, nice. you, know, you know, and of course, I mean, Kristen Schaal as Mabel just yeah. completely uh, made me fall in love with her even more than I did when I first heard her voice in uh, as a, a, what was the name of the dinosaur she played in Toy Story 3? Trixie, Trixie. I think. Trixie. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, I just fell in love with her character. And, of course, Linda cardley
1: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And
2: Jason Ritter. And, uh, what was? It? Uh, uh, and of course, the character Zeus. Oh. Yeah, Zeus is great. Oh,
1: dudes. 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 Oh, oh dudes. sorry.
3: Oh. Again, that goes back to uh, Zeus was based on someone Alex Hirsch knew in real life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I cannot watch Bob's Burgers without hearing uh, Mabel whenever Louise talks.
0: <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah.
3: Because of course I watch Any,
4: Anytime I hear Kristen Shaw say anything, I it's Mabel. She was every time uh, I hear he did Chris a guest talks. spot on uh, uh, with Rift Tracks Live. I don't know if you guys have ever watched those. The Rift Tracks Live did some shorts. It was like in 2013 or something, and yeah and yeah. yeah she did a uh, guest spot with them and it's like and it's like yeah M- mabel's up there doing the riff tracks
3: well, yeah i'd love to see <laughs> every Chris. time i hear her voice
4: it's it's mabel
3: i'd love to see kristen shaw and jason ritter and alex hirsch get together and riff on movies in character that would be amazing <laughs> <lovely one. laughs> nice. that would be, yeah, amazing.
1: That'd be good mabel
3: uh, science would, theater uh, 3000 <laughs> it's
2: just anything History, alex theater does. 3000 oh my goodness Anything Alex
3: Hirsch does that's like I mean did you guys hear the, the stuff that Alex Hirsch did with that whole voter fraud hotline? I participated yes. in that
1: as a as a stand voice. I did a Grunkle stand voice. That I did. was
3: so great. Oh my god. And they 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 ended up shutting all of it down because I got flooded with prank calls. i I'm like we did it! We did it! We did it, guys!
2: 2020. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 2024, baby.
2: Ah. Uh,
3: oh, fire all blood. of you I USA USA
2: I'd fire all of you if I could <laughs> Yeah you're doing I great.
3: <laughs> I also loved um, I also loved the one that Tony did
1: where he's like, oh I saw a bunch of voter frogs and they all went <laughs> in <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, I did a I did a I did a, an illustration of that of the voter frogs. Well, I think to. I did a, what's it called? A, a An art, like a little, like sketch, a little yeah. doodle of the voter frogs thing after that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah. honestly, I'm just I feel like if you were a liar person, the funniest thing to
3: do would be to imply that there were Trump supporters committing voter fraud. Because <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, oh, this doesn't, this isn't what we were, this isn't what we were trying to do. Oh, not
1: like that, no.
3: No, no, Well, and it's funny because the, the only people that ever get, you know, caught for anything like that, because the only people that try to do it are friggin' Republicans every time. Yep. 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 Like, they want to complain about it, but then they're the, ones that, they're the only ones that do it, and they don't even do it that much. Like, it's, it's a non-issue. But anyways, enough about politics, and this episode, politics. Trump, which never got political at all. Oh, never. <laughs> never <laughs> no, no, no. Never, ever. No. No. I mean, even Centurion Candidate, it's not really political because it's just a bunch of wackiness.
1: <laughs> they didn't make a Reagan jab at it. They did you make know.
3: a Reagan jab. <laughs> it was really great. <laughs> I I very much appreciated that. Yeah. That was a fun one.
0: I actually think I have, a, I have a bit of a complicated relationship with Gravity Falls because when it first came out, I did not have cable at the time. So I had no access to the Disney Channel, or I think any, I don't think I really watched a ton of TV when it came out. I, I was just full swing into uh, movies, and I still kind of am. But um, it wasn't until a couple of years back that a buddy of mine at the theater let me piggyback on his Hulu account. And so I, you know, started watching all of uh, uh, the modern Ninja Turtles and, you um, all those sorts of good stuff. And I just kind of stumbled upon Gravity Falls and thought, you know, this, this would be fun. And I got hooked. Yeah. Big time.
1: Yeah.
0: I I think it it was just sort of unexpected.
4: Yeah. I think I started watching it right from the beginning because, uh, Phineas and Ferb was still, still running, on Disney channel, Disney XD. I think both of them at the same time or whatever.
3: Yeah. No, that was when they actually aired stuff between networks pretty regularly. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, since Phineas and Ferb was still on and I was watching that and I thought, I, it's like, well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll watch this one and give it a shot and yeah. i and looking at the, I'm, I got the wiki, wiki up right now, looking at the gallery and, and actually I've watched this. This episode here about two, two or three times in the last week, so it'd be fresh in my mind. I think what hooked me was at the end with Grunkle Stan pushing the buttons on the vending machine and it opening um, a secret door. So now, now um, you know it's like he—he's not, you know, he, in on it. hes not just yeah. some dumb, you know, old man. He—he's, you know, he's in on something, but you don't
3: it's know not what it seems. Um, the pr- the preliminary pilot that they did versus the actual version of tourist trap we finally got the, i think that's the biggest change is the addition of that continuing mystery which i think was absolutely the right call
0: yeah the original pilot stan was pretty much just who you who you'd imagine like your um uh, grandpa would be if you were uh, kind of stuck uh, staying with him over over the summer just kind of laying back on the couch telling you to eat all popsicles before they
3: melt right which is which is not bad but they they took what was good and just made it great yeah yes yeah they polished Um, it up my my relationship with gravity falls didn't really start until a few years after the show had actually come out i didn't really get into it until later because um back when it was first coming out i was in uh, high school and i was in the pre-ib program and i was like inundated with homework constantly so i basically never had any free time and I didn't really watch a whole lot of TV during that time. Uh, Once I left that after my sophomore year and started doing dual enrollment instead where I had a lot more free time to work on videos for the morning announcements and also just in general I had more free time because I was only taking uh, four college classes that had much less work. That's the other thing. When adults tell you in high school that College is going to be so much harder, depending on... I mean, it certainly depends on what you're doing. Like, if you're going into a doctorate program, then, yeah, college is probably going to be harder. But for most things, they are lying. College (laughs) is so much easier than high school. Because there's so much less random bullshit you got to do, and you're there for less time.
0: Above all else, you're there because you want to be there, and you want
1: to learn.
0: Right. You're going to (laughs) be forced to be there. Yeah, exactly.
1: I got into Gravity Falls like a season in and i gotta say it was by a recommendation of a certain disgraced critic uh mm. so you know uh yeah, yeah you know fun, but you know the show's good the show's good yeah,
2: the show's- <laughs> yeah that's what's important
1: that's the that's the that's a good thing um uh but what's fun is that i um you know they didn't uh I got the DVDs from the like they had those little you know a few DVDs of like the first season uh, before they you know the box set. So you know uh, what I would do is that I'd um, I try to I spent like I think the first season uh, just trying to you know solve the the clues uh, and uh, and then by the second season the clues just got too complicated. So it's like okay. You- yeah,
3: so the second season, every episode you have to look for a code word that ends up being a combination cipher. So if you know yeah. what you're looking for, you can probably find it, but it's not the easiest thing to find.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah. Weren't some of the uh, code words or whatever for those weren't they in the theme song or something at the very end of it? Like
0: so backwards,
3: in- backwards and I think they were and you had to reverse it to figure out you what you had, had to reverse
4: it. it and it was in you know.
3: Yeah. Well, then for the second season, I think they were all the combination cipher, if I remember correctly.
0: Well, then I know exactly what I'm looking (laughs) for—the Gravity Falls wiki.
3: Yay! That's another example where, although, although unlike Phineas and Ferb, I feel like they wouldn't have relied on the wiki as much as the Phineas and Ferb
2: wiki, where they're like,
3: "Okay, what, what, what do we do with that? Let's go check the wiki." I mean, the, the writers of Phineas and Ferb openly admitted to having used use the wiki to keep track of things, which I think is fantastic. It's like, yeah, our, our fans keep better track of this shit than we do.
1: You know, I'm glad they're very honest about that. A lot yeah. of You know, it's like, oh, yeah. we're geniuses! Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Never
3: mind the fact that Candace's favorite sandwich is grilled cheese, even though she's allergic to dairy, you know?
2: So continuity what's that
3: yeah
0: pull um, up oh, yeah. that clip of Nicolas cage shrugging on the plane
1: mm. <laughs> i'm nicholas cage i'm you know i'm nicholas cage everybody
2: and now i'm just picturing nicholas cage in gravity falls i don't know how that would oh,
1: work. oh my that god would, that'd be an amazing I'm, guess i'm game. your father i'm your father dipper Mabel, I'm your father. Yes. Let's go uh, steal the Declaration of Independence.
3: <laughs> Hello, I'm Nicholas Cage. Welcome to Ghost Rider the Ride. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, yes. yes. Uh, I would I so ride that. <laughs> ride that. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, it's page.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yes.
0: Hallelujah. I love how that's just the it, the immediate noise you go to when you try to get a Nicholas Cage impression. Just oh,
2: oh, oh. face oh. off. I created a page for hours. Where's that chocolate cake?
1: I I where's that I where's that chocolate cake? I'm, a Texan, playing,
0: I'm a Texan playing the Devil's Bounty Hunter. I swear. Are
1: you thinking
3: about it? Bring bring out the door. <laughs> the one thing that's actually missing from a *Rational
2: Treasure* is so there's not really a good Nicolas Cage. In it. Yeah, he's more subdued, which is hardly a Nicolas Cage at all.
0: Except for the second movie where he goes hog wild in the in the British Museum. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Why well, uh, yeah, *Rational yeah. Treasure* and look forever? I gotta give that a watch again that. Yeah, oh, I remember those. Those were fun. Yeah,
2: yeah those were fun movies. Yeah, yeah.
0: And those are on Disney Plus.
3: That's kind of like the National Treasure is kind of like okay, we're gonna we're gonna build uh, a kind of Gravity Falls conspiracy into like American history because why the hell not?
2: Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Because it's, it's just fun. Yeah. Treasure uh, hunt.
0: It's a mystery. It's a fresh quest. It's Nicolas Cage. Yeah.
2: And strangely enough, Sean Bean does not die in it. Nope.
0: Bizarrely. I don't
2: know how. <laughs>
0: Marking it as the only good wait, movie that Sean Bean wait. did not die in.
2: Wait,
0: <laughs> Sean, Bean, I mean... Sean Bean doesn't die in a movie, then it's probably going to be bad. I've seen
2: so, Jupiter's Ascending.
1: Trust me. Yes. You know the thing about honeybees. You know the thing about honeybees is that the uh, honeybees,
2: the
1: honeybees. And, uh, wait, you say bees? bees. Yeah, because of Jupiter's not, it. The oh, not the beast! not oh, the beast. not the previous. Ah, 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 ah.
2: This is you now the like age podcast. Uh, uh, so, so anyway, uh, Wicker Man, uh, <laughs> the Gravity <Rowdy Forest. laughs>
4: I love that gag where, and it was something that needed to be done where, because Grunkle Sam couldn't see the journal yet cause he because we didn't know that he knew what it was right because he, yeah, he was actually the one that went out and, and hit or yeah he was supposed to go out and hide him that yeah, he knew what the journals were so when Dipper God. put it behind his back and he's like what are you reading he's like gold gold, <laughs> gold chains for old men monthly <laughs> he's like that's, that's a, a good issue, issue.
3: also now i uh, want to talk more about how grungo stan kind of bonds with the twins but that really happens later so yeah yeah i'll come back to gravity falls don't worry because well, one one thing I really love in particular is just the way that uh, Grunkle Sand bonds with Mabel. I think that's the best. Yeah, it, it's so wholesome. By the end of, by, like by season two, he's called her uh, sweetie and pumpkin. I'm like,
0: Aww.
3: it's so sweet. He, he loves her so much. He's like, I would die, I would die for this child. <laughs> I, I, would, I would I would I would sacrifice everything for her.
0: Anyone else kind of notice that the same people that hate on Mabel also kind of hate on Lilo?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that. People That's hating on crazy. Crazy. hating on well written, fantastic kid characters. Yeah, like. Imagine our... hating on well written kid characters. Couldn't be me. Yeah.
0: Imagine hating on Goslin. Man.
3: I haven't <laughs> watched the new one yet, and I haven't really watched the old one yet, so I don't have a lot of preference um, well,
2: well...
3: to that. Well, Webby, I know, is not great, and she's much better in the new one.
2: Yeah,
3: Kate mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm gonna. But I, I I can boil that down to it was the 90s. She was token girl character who didn't really have a whole lot of personality yet. Yeah, it is kind of
0: interesting to note sort of the legacy of Gravity Falls, sort of sort of the one-two punch in animation of Adventure Time and Gravity Falls that really kickstarted the 2010. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah. you can kind of see how. Yeah, you, you can I, kind of see how there are. Um, uh, fingerprints of like Mabel in every show that has an, a very excitable little kid character
3: right yeah, yeah. I mean because you got Webby you got um Tilly Green in Big City Greens who Tilly's kind of said to be a cross between Mabel and Lisa Simpson I absolutely see that uh you could
0: kind of see a little bit of Mabel in Sprig from Amphibia
3: yes yeah
4: uh, well, I haven't watched a whole lot of them yet, but uh, yeah, Owl House. Uh, I guess King is kind of like that too. Though. Yeah,
1: yeah King, King is a
3: little bit different because he's kind of also. Well, part of the thing with King is I can't hear King without hearing Bill Cypher. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. It's, it's, like, it's so funny to hear that voice coming out of the character
1: that cute. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and- and they also knew that. Also, there's Gideon rolling with
1: that. It's weird. Uh, it's weird hearing, uh, the main, uh, the main, uh, the uh, the voice of Beatrice Horseman, uh, in you know in a, in a kid in a in a kid show because I just think of your Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched BoJack at all. I need to watch that. It's yeah. uh I'll say that uh, the first half of the season presents itself as a different kind of show than the second half of the first season and onwards. I know that it gets Easy. really, really deep. and Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. pretty dark. Yeah. yeah, But so like yeah. in the best
2: way possible, I gotta watch it. Yes. Um, Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Well, there's my YouTube channel, Brandon Croker, and also my Twitter handle at hodahobos144 nine, you can follow me there, and that's about it.
1: Um, I have a Patreon, uh, Patreon uh, dot com, uh, Pictures, and uh, Twitter, uh, Diego Acamera.
4: <laughs> I have a website, uh, Show Me Cartoons. Uh, you guys. Okay. I, I am working on another one right now eventually I'll get it done
3: yeah we're and, on that
4: yeah it's I, I promise I am working on it I'm very excited for it and the end and my Twitter is uh Otto H adjacent who is probably the uh least and yeah and, and everybody always asks what why you know where'd you come up with that name it's like well if you watch Phineas and Ferb he's probably the uh least talked about character on the show <laughs> from one episode referenced in one episode never heard of again um i think he was no i think he was mentioned twice wasn't he maybe one more time uh, i think he was uh, mentioned one He was mentioned once and i think there was one picture of
3: him
0: when when uh candace went to city hall and they took oh uh,
3: the yeah that's probably it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah uh you know where to find me on twitter at dgill 2295 where i yell at movies every now and then i will get to the Dumbo uh, live tweet again sometime soon, I promise. Mm-hmm. And of course, my occasional gaming show, Gaming. Watch me crush it in Overwatch on YouTube. Just uh, either YouTube uh, search DGaming or just look for my
3: main hub channel, D-Gil Bids. You can find me on Twitter at Starport97 and at the YouTube channel, Starport97. I have a whole bunch of new videos planned over there and I'm really excited for that. You can also find this podcast on Twitter at Podcast Acronym. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on Anchor and all the other usual places. Google Play, Spotify, hopefully by now Apple Podcasts, but I'm still trying to figure that out. And at Starpoint97 on YouTube. If you want to help me out even more, you can pledge to me on Patreon. Just search for Chandler Derroche. And join us next time when we talk about <laughs> the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Because yes, I definitely want to talk about that.
0: Oh, and of course, the last thing that must be sh- that must be said. She may be luck.
2: She may be If you are hungry.
1: Gross. This girl's got standards. Here's my number! It's the number 13! It's my favorite number! Call
3: it! Hey, is that a gnome I see in the crowd? Get the road, creep! <laughs> Just kidding, you guys are all right. Hey, do we have the rights to this?